Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all the ships at sea, welcome back to another episode of the Blind Leading the Blind podcast. My name is Chris. And I am Mike. We welcome you from the spacious confines of Studio B, located in the basement of B Ministries, the old YMCA, not the new YMCA, the old YMCA, the one without a pool, in beautiful downtown Marion, Ohio. Yay! We did it right. Nobody <laughs> applauded when I said, you know, you know the talk shows where you say a city and everybody applauds? Do, do it again. Do it again. Beautiful downtown Marion, Ohio. <laughs> there you go. That's great. Thank you. I, <laughs> I got you. I feel validated. Now. Yeah, there Thank you, you. <laughs> go. Uh, if you would like to get a hold of us uh, and contact us with information and or criticisms, and or uh, congratulations uh, or suggestions or suggestions even. more importantly yes. um uh you may do so uh either through facebook our facebook mr wilson is well it is first name blind leading all one word last name the blind all one word just search blind leading and a pineapple will pop up and you will see our logo and click there and say oh, i love these guys Hopefully you say that. I, I, I don't know. Love is a strong word. I, appreci I appreciate. I do not abhor <laughs> these guys. How's that? Um, yeah, you could also send us an email. Uh, it's blindpod at gmail.com. That's B-L-I-N-D-P-O-D at gmail.com. Uh, unfortunately, we do not have a guest this week. Uh, we had a, someone slated, um, and for the second week in a row, they could not make it due to uh, other obligations. I, I feel personally slighted in this. Do I, you? I think that they're just making it up now. Well, hey, my phone is Bluetoothed to the thing. Well, don't do that. <laughs> just turn that down. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that leads us into... Uh, News, Mr. Wilson. <coughs> from this day forward, that shall be the news we, we intro. Get a, we get a rim shot for the uh, yeah for okay. the news. Okay, give us some news. Uh, news of the world. Well, I hear softball is moving right along. There, I think, was a practice tonight. I think there was slated uh, a practice tonight. And neither of us are there. True story. Which is okay. Fine by me. I'm not as fine with it probably as you are, but I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I mean, I, there was not a knock on what I'm doing. It's just that. You know, that's something I... Yeah, softball is your thing. I love it. Yeah, I, I know. love it. Uh, baseball, by the way, is coming back. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir, Bob. Some of the rule changes are silly. As but, usual. But, okay, we've got, we're going to have baseball back. Yeah. Um, uh, Jarvis Landry was cut by the Browns today. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to go to the Bears. Yeah, no. It <laughs> <laughs> would be hilarious. For those of you who don't know, I am a Chicago Bears fan for whatever reason. Uh, I don't even have a good excuse for it. I'm just a Chicago Bears fan. It's okay. Uh, Mr. Wilson is a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Who day? Who day? Um, yeah, so I think it would be hilarious if the Chicago Bears just started picking up all the trash from the league. <laughs> I think it'd be great. <laughs> Bengals did it for years. Yeah. I mean, jail sentence, come to the Bengals. You're on probation, come to the Bengals. <laughs> Drug, alcohol, and spousal abuse problem, come to the Bengals. <coughs> Apologize for the coughs and the sniffles. Wow. My allergies are in full swing. Uh, I also lost my voice while leading worship yesterday. <laughs> mm -hmm. I noticed. It was kind of fun. Yeah. 
Um, okay, uh, news. I mean, uh, that's pretty much has, the news has, of my weird. Has anything progressed with uh, the, the 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 battle that rages in in the Ukraine? Um, well, evidently, you can take a canned vegetable and knock out a drone. Um, there's a story that some woman did that. Uh, there are peace talks supposedly in the offing. Um, uh, all sorts of Poland asked us to to make a transfer of aircraft so that they could basically fly over the whole so, so they're we, asking we to borrow our planes? I, I don't quite understand it, but I think there was a squadron of uh, F-15s um, that they wanted to make use of. Do, does Poland have an, uh, an Air Force? Well, they fly backwards, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but I, that's tricky because you think they're leaving. True story. Yeah, marching uh, in backwards. You know, if uh, if our government were smart, they would make a deal and say, "Look, you supply us with an unending lifetime, for every eternal supply of Polish sausage, and and we'll let you use some planes and pierogi, pierogi." You know, I've never hmm, have I. Oh, you should. I may have eaten. Yeah. Those little dumpling things, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, I think I, I keep wanting to make pierogi. I ought to make some, then you can have some. I think my wife and I went to a restaurant when we were on uh, one of the only times we ever rent, went like somewhere really cool for a mm-hmm, date. Because mm-hmm. normally it's just go find dinner somewhere and mm-hmm. then hop back to the kids. Uh, but we actually took a whole day and went to Cleveland and went to the House of Blues for a concert huh. several years ago. Uh, but we went to a restaurant up there, and I do believe it was a Polish restaurant oh, it certainly uh, could be in cleveland and, yeah and uh i believe i may have eaten some of those lovely dumpling what do you call them pierogies pierogies okay yes potato though right not po- it's That's, like a potato uh, dough potato cheese sauerkraut you can put meat in them no no, no I'm, not, I'm talking about the inside i'm talking about what the pasta is made out of like the actual I thing i think it's made out of dough. a potato it's a potato dough okay yeah, yeah. all right uh let's see we talked about baseball's coming mm-hmm. spring about. football will be starting in a in, in about a month, I think. Yeah, spring, spring practices. Hey, I no, have news. Spring football, USFL. Oh, that's right. The minor leagues. That's right. Ooh, we have to figure out what team we're for, man. I don't know yet. We have to look through and find one. It might be, for me, the New Jersey Generals. Okay. Only because, well, that's Bon Jovi's team. John Bon Jovi is. Like, owns ma- it? Majority owner of that team. What? Yeah. Oh, that's insane. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so so as of now, we we are both New Jersey Generals fans, but that may change. It could change. Up for debate. Yep, we'll keep you posted. Um, I have news. Please do. So people who know me personally know that I am a Kentucky Wildcats fan. Yes, uh, grew up in Kentucky. It's a thing. Um, the Kentucky Wildcats uh, rifle team. Yes, are back to back this year. St- uh, National champions, yes, for two years in a row. Now that is the indoor small bore. I, I believe so. Fifty foot three position. I believe okay. so. Yes, that's that's. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know about all that. You know more about it than I do because you used to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's an amazing, amazing accomplishment. Yep. National I mean, champions. You talk about being national champions. Everything is by a hair's breadth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's 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 really fun. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, any other news? Any other news? I, th- I think that's it. I, 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 there's somewhere, and it might have been Kentucky, <laughs> that there was a, a college 
uh, pitcher <coughs> who threw that school's first perfect game. But it might have been Kentucky, might not have been. Okay. But I remember that. Yeah. Hey, good on you. Yeah. Okay, cool. That concludes the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, which leads us, do you, do you want to do the special thing before or after fun facts? Well, let's do the special Let's do the special thing after fun facts. Okay. Well, then that takes us into fun facts. I already feel better. (laughs) Mr. Wilson, do you have a fun fact? You know, I do. It's sort of a fun fact. Um, I don't know if anyone is acquainted with the snail conundrum. I was unaware that there was a conundrum involving snails. There is a conundrum involving snails. Okay. I want you to assume, imagine if you will. Oh, wait, 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 yeah, wait, ah, where's it at? Where's it at? Ah, I can't find it. Oh my goodness. Where's the, there? There it is. <laughs> there is a snail that if this snail touches you or you touch the snail, you will die. I've heard of this. This is such a fun middle of the night intellectual exercise. <laughs> I've heard of this snail. Yes. Now, the snail always knows where you're going, (coughs) uh, knows where you will be, knows um, how you're going to get there, and you cannot kill the snail. In other words, you cannot surround yourself with salt because anything that you do like that and the snail dies, you die too. Hold on. Now, see, you already lost me. Because okay. I thought we were talking about an actual snail here. No, no, no. This is imaginary. Yeah, I, I got you. Okay. So so you can't touch it. Right. If it touches you or you touch it, you die. Right. You both die. Yes. Okay. So, But but you can't do anything to protect yourself from it. No. Okay. Is the, In everything that you do, the snail knows. Ahead of like, time. Like psycho telekinesis kyle yes sort sort of yes okay yes um the other thing is and this is something that i have thrown into this which was not in the original stating of this piece of piece piece of fun Uh, (laughs) freud was right wow speaking of snails uh anyway (laughs) um, you also must protect the snail you cannot have someone else throw salt down for you or if someone inadvertently throws salt down you must clear the salt from the snail's path so that the snail does not die because you die yeah because your lives are, are symbiotically intertwined yes like how i use that big word right yes there? that was was lives was that the big word no. i'm sorry symbiotically intertwined sorry oh boy i heard his feelings good um <laughs> So I did just something to consider when you have, um, you're laying there in the middle of the night and you cannot fall asleep and you've prayed and you've asked God why you can't fall asleep and he just giggles at you. You can think of the snail and what would you do in order to get away from the snail so that you do not die? Are you allowed, so you have to protect the snail? Yes. But you cannot confine the snail in any way that is correct you cannot cage it trap it jar it Mm. Mm -mm. shoot it Mm -mm. you kill the snail you die Mm. good point uh so (laughs) you have to be a really good judge of the snail's speed (coughs) speed 
Because how else are you going to sleep? Is the snail constantly pursuing you? Yes. Okay. This is your personal pursuit snail. I got you. Well, well, so when I need to sleep, then I would just go way up on a mountain and mm-hmm. and sleep. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to take forever Yes, for the snail to get up there. Yeah, absolutely. But you don't want to oversleep. No. No, you need an alarm clock. Right. And the snail can swim, by the way. If I didn't mention that. Well, sure, but 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 even even I mean, does it move at a regular snail's pace? Regular snail's pace. Okay, then we're good. We're yeah. golden. Yeah. Okay, I can Just handle something that. Something to think about. Sure. Okay. Uh, I don't know how that was a fact, but thank you. It's a fun, unfact, <laughs> unfact. Mr. Wilson is is uh, creating new paradigm for facts. I do. I am. <laughs> you do don't we, know. You don't know we, what. How do we know that facts are facts? Well, because someone said so. Oh, it's on the interweb. <laughs> it's it's on the interwebs. It must be true. It's through the ether filter. Uh, wow. Uh, okay. So I have a couple. I guess we'll stay on the animal topic. You talked about snails. Um, there is, in fact, by the way, a snail that if you touch it, you will die. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if the snail dies, but if you touch it, you will die. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going at the beginning of it. It's a monkey no-climb snail. Uh, yeah, the monkey no-climb snail. Uh, okay, so, all right, here we go. In 2006, the British Hedgehog Preservation Society. Ooh, I like this. Won a campaign to force McDonald's to redesign their McFlurry cups. Due to the fact that hedgehogs were repeatedly... Uh, repeatedly getting stuck in them and dying. <laughs> That's correct. First of all, I was unaware that there was a British Hedgehog Preservation Society. That's the part that intrigues me. I want to know how to get a membership card there. Yep. Um, and furthermore, how random to to force McDonald's to change their cups because hedgehogs apparently like McFlurries? I don't know. Well, is it the sweet or is it the fact that the way it was shaped, they uh, wanted to kind of... Well, I suspect this is one of them there uh, because, it, you know, we don't see so much of it here at the U- in the U.S. But in other places in the world, uh, a lot of uh, coastline and beaches and places where salt water or brackish water comes up into mm-hmm. uh, inland mm-hmm. uh, places, there are tons and tons and tons of garbage. Yes. That just floats around in the ocean yes. and ends up places. So I, and plus people litter. I mean, people are just yeah. throw stuff out. But I suspect that this is, uh, this was one of those, their, uh, cannon shots for the litter to help save the animals because, you know, like fish getting stuck in six pack plastic things yes. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Save the sea turtles situations. Mm-hmm. So Ducks don't know for sure, but I mean, it could be that you know hedgehogs were just raiding McDonald's warehouses and trying to get to the McFlurry cups, and I, I don't know. Maybe they make perfect nesting sites. I am right now picturing a gang of hedgehogs holding up a McDonald's. <laughs> give me all your McFlurries. Hey, pal, you've got to give us all your all your McFlurries. Put them in the bag. No, <laughs> and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> Oi, Billy. Get off the McFlurry machine now. <laughs> oh, it looks like the milkshake machine doesn't work either. <laughs> All right, chap. You've got till ten bells to get me a McFlurry here right now. No lid, mind you. The McFlurry stands by you. 
Therefore, you must stand by the McFlurry. <laughs> All right, we're going to initiate you into the gang. You got to walk across the griddle. Meep, 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 meep. Oi, stop your whining, you sorry sap. Peaky hedgehogs. <laughs> the pinky piggies. <laughs> Oh, oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, they've got the little caps on now. Every one of them have the little caps on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead of razor blades tucked into the brims, mm -hmm. uh, like the actual gang did, mm -hmm. they have little hedgehog quills <laughs> stuck in there. <laughs> oh, we just created an entire children's movie. <laughs> when, when you're a hog, you're a hog all the way. <laughs> <laughs> but stay in the hedges, mind you. <laughs> is a rival gang the porcupines? Is that, so. uh, well, um, hmm. uh, the Sussex Salamanders. <laughs> Sussex. <laughs> the, the Cornwall Corgis. <laughs> oh, the Brighton Bulldogs, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I am shocked at how much I know about British geography. <laughs> Oh, dear God, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. God bless your soul. And you're uh, still you haven't listening. turned it off yet. There, there are psychologists all across America using us in classrooms now. Oh, man. Here's an example of narcissistic buffoonery. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so you said you had something special, Mr. Workman. I do. I guess we're done with fun facts. Idea. Yeah, I do. Fun they were. I hope it's a throat lozenge or something. You Dude, I'm telling you, man, I'm hacking my lungs up. Yeah. I apologize, folks. Uh, this new job's getting to him. He's in too many clean places. <laughs> I haven't inhaled enough welding yeah. fumes in a while. To run back up. All and right. Get your, if you hear the rustling of the bag, all hey, right. Hey, hey, I'm sitting right here. Don't. Oh, you were talking about me rustling in the microphone. You were talking about a plastic <laughs> container. For never mind. Uh, your confidence in yourself astounds me. Um, <laughs> to think that I would speak about you. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I was at the, I stopped. So, so Mr. Wilson. So, all right. I got to back up a little bit. There's a little bit of a cursor here that leads to this. Okay. All right. So uh, when I started this new job, uh, I drive a lot now. And so I was talking to Wilson about gas stations and stuff. And he said, hey, you got to find a sheets. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've never even seen a Sheets. I didn't. I was unaware that there was even a gas station convenience store called Sheets. Mm -hmm. uh, not sponsored. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so, so turns out that one of the jobs we're doing uh, as I go back to my way home, there's a Sheets right there. Are you okay? <laughs> He's trying not to die. Did I? What did I say? Is it inappropriate? I pictured a bunch of hedgehogs showing up at the Sheets Corporate Center. <laughs> Hello, our boys mentioned you on the air. It's time to pay up. <laughs> Oi, this is a great gas station. You know what would make it better? If you had a McFlurry. <laughs> Shame if it burned down. <laughs> Oi, four ninety nine a gallon, eh? Not for long. <laughs> All right, Continuing so... Continuing right along. <laughs> So I stopped by the sheet station, mm -hmm. and whilst uh, perusing the uh, beverage 
the uh, I, I, I must say copious amounts of beverage coolers. This is probably my new favorite gas station. It's okay. It's got everything in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even better than a Pilot. I don't know. A pilot's coffee is off. No, that's Flying J coffee. Flying J has the best coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Always used to. I don't know in the last five, okay. eight years, but yeah. I used to like truck stop coffee because of the, the crazy little caffeine shots that they keep with the coffee creamers mm-hmm. right there. You just mm-hmm. throw about 30 of those in yeah. the cup. You're good to go. Yeah. Uh, I can hear colors. Um, so anyway, I picked up something. I saw something and I was like, huh, I'm going to grab some of that. I've never had it. I don't know if you've had it. I've well, seen gonna, it. But we are going to find out. I'm We're going to find out. Here it is. What right, is it? Right, right, right there. It is, at first blush, you, one might think it's an alcoholic beverage. It is not. Liquid Death Mountain Water. Liquid Death. So if you've heard about Liquid Death, I'm sure you've seen the commercials. Um, I have not. Okay, so you never heard of it, never seen it? I, this is my first experience with Liquid Death. Okay, I've seen it uh, quite a bit, uh, but I have never found it to purchase other than online. And so I found it here at the... Uh, at the sheet station. Uh, so the whole liquid death thing, uh, the whole idea is, if you see at the bottom of the can there, it says, murder your thirst. Yes. Yeah, so so liquid death is a company that makes water. They also have a black can version that is carbonated, uh, sparkling water. I have tried the black can. Uh-huh. It is not good. Okay. Because it's just straight carbonated water. There's no flavor. No, this is just regular water. Uh, huh. Just mountain water from the Alps. Mr. Wilson, geographically located, where is the Alps? Uh, they are in Europe. This is actually the source of this is in the Frankenmarketer in Austria. Mm. I just read that. Yeah, Frank, Fra- Frankenmarketer, mm-hmm. Austria. Bottled for liquid death by Starzinger von Hofstrauss. Strauss? Strauss. Strauss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bon, bon Hofstrauss? Von Hofstrauss. Okay. Uh, Frankenmark Austria uh, made in Austria. That's For water quality and info, you can call the phone number. Hmm. There's a lot of numbers in that phone. No, no, it's a normal number. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, recycle or die. Uh, I like uh, that. Bonhoeff Street. Mm. Okay. Okay, let's see. Uh, here, real quick. I'll read the back of the can. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, this infinitely recyclable can of stone-cold mountain water. Came straight from the Alps to murder your thirst. Uh, when a group of teenagers off into the weekend, uh, off into the mountains for a weekend of drinking regular water in plastic bottles, they became hunted by an aluminum can of mountain water that was dead set on murdering their thirsts and recycling their souls. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, so far I'm a fan. I like. I like uh, yeah. Once cracked open, no thirst is safe. From liquid death. After ritually dismembering its thirst victims, this brutal can of water used the severed body parts of dead thirsts to build itself a flesh suit, which it used as a disguise to get a job in marketing, but liquid death uh, death never took the job. It just murdered a bunch more thirsts instead. Hashtag death to plastic. We donate one ten uh, percent of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. So there you go, man. These guys are helping the hedgehogs. It seems to be. Uh, I'm. This is probably. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna try this. You never had it. I've never had I've it. Never had. Let's see what this is. See what this is like. All right. 
There's that. Let's see. Any kind of weird smell? No smell. Tastes like water. There's a little bit of aluminum taste because it's in an aluminum can, uh, but it really just tastes like water. What happened? I can't speak German. What is going on here? Oh my goodness gracious! Liquid motor, yeah! Okay, so, okay, so Mr. Wilson, honest, okay. honest reveal of the liquid death. It's a little bland, but then it's water. Yeah, it's just water. It, you know how some water, like the glacier mist water, um, bottled in Minnesota, eh? Oh, that good Minnesota that water. Good Minnesota water, there. Okay. It it has a it has a certain amount of body and thickness to it. This water is just very. I mean, I, 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 it's thin. Do you suppose it has something to do with the Alps? Could be. Is, is Alps water thin? Is Alpine water different than American water? American. It doesn't taste. I, I was expecting way more aluminum than mm-hmm. what's in there. Um, so, so get this. So, weird, interesting thing. When I was a teenager uh, in the county in which I resided in Eastern Kentucky, um, there. What, what county was that? Lawrence County, Kentucky. Uh, down the road there in Martin County, Kentucky, mm-hmm. uh, they had a sludge pond which was attached to a coal mining operation. Mm-hmm. That's where they usually are. Yes. Uh, it burst. Oh, goodness. The, the wall burst and uh, drained into the. Uh, the tug. Let's see which side of the river was it on. Which side? I think it was the Leviza. It was either the tug or the Leviza. Anyway, one of those two rivers. They come together to form the Big Sandy. Right. Um, so anyway, uh, so the entire river, uh, upriver mm-hmm. from Louisa, mm-hmm. was just completely polluted with sludge pond mm-hmm. stuff, oh, and wow. and that's and that's where the city water supply. Uh, draws in a lot of wells a lot of people's water supply come from that river mm-hmm. so uh for a long period of time uh the fema i guess would be who yeah um delivered water oh, to really? louisa yeah for a long time in huh. big big giant trucks like semi-trailers yeah. full anheuser bush uh was the uh cannery mm-hmm. um and so we had cans of water just white cans of water mm-hmm. that said anheuser-busch on the side of them right and uh that was some of the weirdest tasting water ever i'm sure didn't even taste like beer a little bit no um but it sure tasted like aluminum yeah <laughs> yeah yeah they uh, do that to this day do they yeah it's it's a it's a deal for them like yeah. if there's a hurricane uh-huh. they will send truck after truck after truck of canned water uh-huh. to places so yeah yeah this year <clears throat> Does not have, I was. I could do this. I'm probably going to do this on a regular basis. It has no flavor. Yeah, I like it. It doesn't seem to quench my thirst any better. But it's oh, you just don't know it yet. Your thirst is murdered. You just don't know it yet. mm, mm. Sneak attack. Is this going to affect my ability to make water? Hopefully, it'll be better. It could be. Maybe this is what will cure me. Maybe that'll fix you. Yeah. 
Cure what ails you. All right. Well, I don't know if our thirst is being murdered or not, but I'd do it again. Yeah. Well, that's kind of interesting. Thank you. Thank you. If, now you if, have if nothing else, we have a couple more decorations to put up in the podcast you, studio. You, they, they look so much like inappropriate cans, though. I'm not sure we can. Oh, I, oh it's happening. Can, can. It's happening. Uh, uh, okay. Well, I guess, uh, I don't know. we got about a half hour. Okay. Roll into a topic. I figured we, we were talking earlier uh, since... Uh, the 17th, also known as St. Patrick's Day. Yes, is this week. And so I figured in honor of St. Patty's Day, um, talk about St. Patty a little bit. I think that's a great and, thing. And St. Patty's Day and all the... And, well, here here we are on Pi Day talking about St. Patrick's Day. Oh, it is Pi Day. Pi Day. Now, now, explain what Pi Day is Pi for those Day, who don't know. Pi Day is March 14th, uh, the number Pi, the irrational number Pi, um, which is 22 divided by... Seven. Do not ever put that into an old mechanical freedom calculator or your father will kill you. Um, a what? A freedom calculator. Freedom calculator. It's, it's an old-fashioned, in the 60s, pre-computer giant tabletop calculator. And when your father is there working on a Saturday night watching a, a run of a fluidized bed... Probably with something that was somewhat irradiated. Now, what, now just more. as a precursor, uh, your father worked, uh, did some, what did your father do? He worked for Battelle Labs. He was a, a chemical engineer, but he was a fluidized bed and coatings specialist. So, so your dad played with radioactive goo. A lot. Gotcha. A lot, which would explain several things about me. But in any case, if you get bored while your father is off monitoring uh, this fluidized bed process, um, and you're about six years old and you'd heard about this number pi, and you knew that it was 22 divided by 7, and so you'd put that into the Frieden calculator, which is a mechanical calculator, and would calculate out on this giant bar to about 27 spaces. <laughs> Uh, beyond the decimal, um, you would uh, just sit and watch the machine go chunk, 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 chunk. And after about 20 minutes, you realize that you may have done something extremely wrong. Um, <laughs> I don't understand why. It's, it's an irrational number. There's no end to it. It's an infinite number. Yeah, I get So it. the computer did not know where to stop. Right. It just kept cycling and cycling and cycling. And it would have forever. Right. So all you do is tell it to stop. Well, you can't. There is no stop button. This is a mechanical calculator. And it was not going... There was no, like, cancel button on There's it. There's no clear, clear button? No clear There's button. No, no cancel. No stop? It just kept so, going. So how do you stop it? Well, and your father walks in and go. He, he, he looks and he listens and he looks and he looks at you and he looks at the calculator and he goes, what did you do? <laughs> and I went, pie. And I do not remember all the words, but it came out of his mouth. But I think it was basically, oh, goodness gracious, boy. Mm -hmm. And um, so he went over and he unplugged it, which was the first thing he could think of to mm -hmm. do. And then he waited a few minutes for the machine to cool down. <clears throat> <laughs> he plugged it back in again. And lo and behold, you know what happened? What happened? Chunk, 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 chunk. It kept right on going. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. He just unplugged it and said, oh, we'll deal with this on Monday. Don't touch that. Matter of fact, don't touch anything. But pi is, is an irrational number having to do with the circumference of a circle. It's 22 divided by 7. And, okay. and so it's 3.14159622, whatever, and it goes on and on mm -hmm. forever. Right. And on 314, we celebrate that. 
by gotcha. eating pie. By eating pie, yes. Um, I want to show you a picture. Okay. Show it to uh, all ha- listeners, too. Has nothing to do. It, well, it's honeycomb. Um, honeycomb. I, I have seen it thing? like this a couple of times. Uh, sometimes, particularly when beekeepers have a large number of uh, hives or gums, as they call them, uh, that they're keeping at one time, they uh, sometimes, every once in a while, you forget to put a lid back on. Uh-huh. Uh, when that happens, sometimes the bees are like, oh, that's cool. We'll just do everything over there. And so they end up blowing comb on the lid, and they make some really neat patterns. Oh, you need to put that on the on the website there or somewhere so people could see that. That's just one of those beautiful nature things. It yeah, looks, yeah. yeah. I, I have seen it like that a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, I just thought it was pretty. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so... Did, did y'all see that? Did you enjoy that visual? It's honeycomb uh, <laughs> that is not contained inside of a bee rack. Not the cereal. Uh, it makes shapes. Um, all right, so... St. Patrick's Day. Who was St. Patrick? Well, uh, I don't know. Exactly. Oh. I, I do know that if, if my history is correct, um, I do know that St. Patrick... Uh, Lived in the 5th century, I believe. Mm-hmm. 400s, I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, I know that he was uh, taken as a slave to Ireland. Yeah, his, his family was actually wealthy. Um, and back in those days, uh, raiders would come not only to steal your granary and your livestock and molest your women, but they would take nobility with them and make you raise a ransom to get them back. It was a common practice. So he came from wealthy, lord-like parents Hmm. in Britain and was transported. Yep. Yep, so he was taken as a slave to Ireland. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that after a while he escaped. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, from what I understand, uh, went to the priesthood or a monastery, some such like that. Yes. Somehow became a priest. Yes. Um, and and then returned to Ireland uh, to spread the gospel. I'm not sure he ever left Ireland for that matter. Really? Which begs the question is, why did his family never raise the money to bring the boy back? <laughs> well, everywhere he went, there were snakes following him, so I thought we'd just leave him there. <laughs> uh, interesting. Um, so, so, so from what I can remember, uh, yeah, he was kidnapped, he escaped... Became a priest or a monk. Priest, yeah. Uh, I think. And then and then and then uh, came back and started preaching to the same people he was enslaved around. Right. Um, infamously famous. <laughs> yeah, I said that. That's right. <laughs> I was processing. That's right. There's your snail conundrum. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, famous for uh, using the three leaf clover. Uh, or the shamrock, native mm-hmm. to Ireland, mm-hmm. uh, in order to show people a picture of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something in there about pigs um, that I remember. I don't remember. I don't remember anything about pigs. I think he brought pigs Did he? to feed people. Well, that could be. Uh, That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, there's also about, a, a legend that he cast all the snakes out of Ireland. I don't know how true that is. That's that's why I said it's a legend. <laughs> I mean, can't say I blame him. 
Yeah, I'm not a big fan of snakes personally. I mean, a little bit of butter and garlic, they're all right. Yeah, yeah. Outside of that, not a fan. I've only had rattlesnake once, so. I did eat a black snake one time. Did you? Mm-hmm. On purpose? Yep. Okay. You know, rattlesnakes are hard to come by. Black snakes are real, real, yeah. real, real <laughs> thick. <laughs> yeah, they're there. So what was it? What was this thing about the shamrock and the trinity? Yeah. So uh, I use, I generally speaking, use an egg as a reference uh, mm-hmm. when I tell people to try to explain the trinity to someone, mm-hmm. uh, particularly small children. Mm-hmm. Um, he used uh, a shamrock. So shamrock is a native clover species to Ireland. Mm-hmm. Has three leaves, mm-hmm. um, and you know, three three separate leaves, but all part of the one one uh, plant there. I don't know how to. Am I saying that right? I don't know the parts of a clover. So it's, it's one stem, and there are three leaves off that stem. There you go. What he said, um, and so so three things in one, right? Three separate things, but all part of the same one. Mm-hmm. There you go. So it's a picture of the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. All separate, but all part of the same. Yep. So yeah, that was that was kind of his big 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 teaching. And yet, what we do is we take a whole day of this, St. <laughs> Patrick, and as we tend to do as human beings, we just turn it into something. You know, Chicago dyes their river green. Yeah. Um, and so. we have parades. <laughs> Um, unless you're in Dublin, Ohio, and it's 25 degrees and snowing, in which case you postpone the parade to Thursday, which is what they did this year. Wow. Because it was... How can they even call themselves Dublin? I don't know. Well, they're going to do it on St. Patrick's Day, so that's just that much better. Okay. So the, po- so the politicians can all get their cars and you know throw candy at the kids. <laughs> that's what that's all about. I've been to that parade. <laughs> Have you? Yes. I'm not spread. <laughs> <laughs> and the Irish Fest used to be a great big deal. I don't know if they still do Irish it. Fest. This sounds yes. fun. Yes. Is there they a would... Scottish Fest? Not that I know. Not in Dublin. Oh, we got to find a Scottish I'm Fest. I'm sure there is. Well, I know there are Scottish festivals. We got to find one. Yeah. We got to go. Yeah. Tossing the caber and the whole nine yards. We I mean, have it's to. It's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many cavers I'm going to toss, but I'll, I'll go watch. Certainly. I'm going to toothpick, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably throw a two by four. Yeah. I'd take my hedgehogs. Mm, in, in my sporn. <laughs> Keep your hedgehogs in your sporn. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's me war. That's a war hedgehog. Don't you mess with him now, laddie. <laughs> or you'll get killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. That's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, are you are you looking up other salient <laughs> facts about St. Patrick's Day? I am. So uh, let's see here. Um, St. Patrick's Day is celebrated uh, March 17th, uh, the anniversary of his death. Ah, uh, not his birth. It is his in, death. In, in the 5th century. The 17th is his feast day? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, which falls during the Christian season of Lent. Yes. <laughs> which we discussed last week. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I love reading stuff off the internet. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, uh, oh boy. Did you know? Did you know? Fun facts part two. Did you know? Uh, Linton per- perhaps, uh, perhaps Linton prohibitions against the consumption of meat mm-hmm. were waived, and people would dance, drink, and feast on the traditional meal of Irish bacon and cabbage. Yes. 
Yeah, I always thought that was interesting. Whatever day the party was going to be, you were released from the um, the restrictions. Yeah. And and actually, if it falls on a Friday during Lent, which it does frequently, uh, the Catholic Church releases people from the um, uh, no meat day. Yeah. In order to consume. To eat bacon and cabbage. Yeah, or corned beef. Oh, if that's done right, man. I know. But if it's not, no. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I was right. Fifth century. Go me. Patron saint of Ireland. Mm-hmm. And it's national apostle. Hmm. We don't have a national apostle here, do we? Do we? I don't know. Do we? I don't think so. Uh, born <clears throat> in Roman Britain. So he was born in Britain during the Roman occupation. That makes sense. I didn't realize it was that far back. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. That okay. Fifth century. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's see. Anything else interesting? No, because I'm not reading it. You are. More than 100 St. Patrick's Day parades are held across the United States. Easily. Easily that number. New York City and Boston are home to the largest celebrations. Mm-hmm. Uh, since around the 9th or 10th century, people in Ireland have been observing the Rom- Roman Catholic Feast Day of St. Patrick uh, on, on the 17th. Uh, the first St. Patrick's Day parade took place not in Ireland, but in America. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, records show that the first St. Patrick's Day parade was held on the 17th in 1601. Wow. In the Spanish colony... In what is now St. Augustine, Florida. Be darn. How about that? Shout out to Pete. Florida Pete. Florida man. Florida man. Uh, the parade and St. Patrick's Day celebration a year earlier were organized by the Spanish colony's Irish vicar. A vicar is a priest, yeah? Yes. The head priest. Uh, the Irish vicar, Ricardo Artur. Mm-hmm. What an Irish name. It is. Ricardo. Ricardo Artur. Yes. The author, the author was covered in Corinthian you know, I, leather. I, I, I wonder. <laughs> Corinthian, Corinthian, le- Corinthian leather. Do not ask me to tell you a second time or I will call the hedgehogs. <laughs> For real, though, Ricardo Artur yeah. is not an Irish person. Well, he was in It the- just said it's a Spanish colony. Yeah. <laughs> but he was the Irish Catholic. What is it, 2022 here? People identifying well, however they want? I, yeah, he, You've he, only been allowed to do that for like a year, man. This is and Maybe that's where it started. In 1601. Well, maybe he was... In a, Florida. You know, one of the things that he that might have been is, 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 is he wanted to avoid the Spanish Inquisition because you never expect the Spanish Inquisition. It might even turn up in St. Augustine, Florida. So he identified as an Irish priest in a Spanish colony, thereby avoiding torture and conversion. Well, I mean... Torture for the purpose of conversion. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's what it was. Okay, I'm just saying. All I'm saying is, I've never met an Irish person whose name was Ricardo. Well, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there is. absolutely certain. Perhaps they were, you know, their descendants moved from Spain to Ireland and, and they kept the Spanish names. I don't know. So they were kind of like reverse Cajuns. Okay. 
I'll allow it. Okay. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> I just... I, I, I this just, bothers you, doesn't it? Well, it's a Spanish colony, yeah. and their their leader is Irish, but his name's Ricardo. It's, I, I, I'm befuddled. Okay. Um, more than a century later, homesick Irish soldiers serving in the English military marched in New York City on March 17, 1772, mm-hmm. to honor the Irish patron saint. Uh, enthusiasm for the St. Patrick's Day parades. Uh, in New York City, Boston, and other early American cities only grew from there. Uh, you know, I just, uh, having seen parades, or, uh, uh, what an interesting waste of time. <laughs> can you, but, but, but can you imagine how much better the parades were in 1776 oh, than they are now? Absolutely. I mean, that was entertainment, too. Oh, yeah. We're a little jaded. Right. So if you want to hear some music, uh, you know. And you can you can watch it march by, yeah, which would be kind of cool. Hmm. Let's see what else we got in here. Uh, Did you know that it was actually the Irish that invented the bagpipes? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the Scots just didn't get the joke. <laughs> right. They were like, "Oh man, how cool! Oh, that's great." <laughs> <laughs> can I play it? <laughs> Wait, I'll bring me own cat next time. <laughs> Please, can I play it? <laughs> oh, it makes the most wonderful melodious tune. Ah, and then we'll teach you golf. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Say, laddie, what does that new instrument sound like? Well, imagine grabbing a goat. You know, you got this goat, he's caught halfway across the fence. And the cat's on the one side, and you got the hedgehog on the other. The sound it emits from that place <laughs> would be precisely what it sounds like. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, you get off me fence. Uh, excuse me, I'm murdering my thirst. Um, okay, uh, here we go. <laughs> Anybody out there? <laughs> I'm... I don't know how many people are, are, are bored at this point. I, but I think we should name this one the episode you'll turn off halfway through. <laughs> I'm trying to find something interesting here, but it's all just... Uh, yeah, it's St. Patrick stuff, and it's, that's just how it is. All right, here we go. The okay. Irish in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, up until the mid-19th century, most Irish immigrants in America were members of the Protestant middle class. When the Great Potato Famine... The Great Potato Famine. Oh, will not be eating the taters. <laughs> Hit Ireland in 1845. Close to one million poor and uneducated Irish... Now, see why they got us... Oh, you're offended for them. That's it. Irish lives matter. Um, uh, <laughs> one million poor and uneducated Irish Catholics uh, began pouring into America to escape starvation. I'm picturing the guy with the clipboard at Ellis Island going, are you stupid? All right, come on in. Perhaps he had some hedgehogs. Uh, (laughs) uh, Despised for their alien religious beliefs. Hey, they were watching that show, Ancient Aliens. That's it. That's where it comes from. The guy with crazy hair? The ancient, oh, it's actually the Pope. Have you ever seen the, uh, the show? No, I can't. I watched like 20 minutes oh of it. Oh, I, I just, love it so much. Me. No, I, I oh. It's just like, oh, come on now. Oh, it's gold. Yeah. It's absolute gold. And of course, I watch Swamp People <laughs> all the time. You what would, are you going to do? Kill you, gators you, you all know, the time. Interestingly enough, 
You would think that those two things would be reversed for us. I know. I know. I love swamp people. I, I love to listen to them talk. I, That's yeah, the biggest part I, of it. I, I mean, me. I, I watched like a season of it back in the day. Oh, I've seen but, them all. But I've I, seen them all. Yeah, it's like kind of destination TV for me. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> so weird. Shush, swamp people are on. <laughs> That's so weird. Let me get you a okay. t-shirt that says, Chew them, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Chew them. They've got hats. Do Tro- they? Troy Landry has a whole line of, uh, of gear. I heard he's it's Bigfoot hunting now. I, I wouldn't. Maybe. I don't know. I can't say that he is or in the swamp thing. Yeah. I I tell you what, though. If I lived in Louisiana, I Mm 1,000% would be hunting some gators. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, that would be my thing. Mm -hmm. Catfish and gators. Mm -hmm. Cut and shrimp. I would just eat everything. Mud bugs. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But but I'm just saying, like, as far as hunting. Because there's not, like, I mean, there's deer in Louisiana, but it's not. Yeah, they're, like, smaller. They're more like key deer, unless you go north. But there's boar. Good, good. A lot of pig, a lot of wild boar. Okay, mm-hmm. I need some pig, but but for for sure the gator because like I've, I've eaten alligator like real alligator like mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's so good! It's so good. Yeah, and and like that would be my jam because mm-hmm. because it's highly regulated. Is it? It's very political. Highly regulated. Yes, you get tags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but and then you're assigned a territory. Oh. You can't just go out to the swamp and oh, start poking up rigs. Mm-mm, no. Oh, they don't have it like other. Okay, we're done talking about St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, now. we're done. Yeah, we're going to talk about and That gators. was our talk about St. Patty's Day. It's done, be born now. Um, okay, so now we're going to talk about alligators. Because now I'm intrigued. Yeah. All right. No, they, they hand out maps with the tags, and this is your area. Now, if you are a known successful gator hunter, because there is a purpose for the season, it is to call gators. Sure, sure. Um, then you are given a number of tags, and you are given a territory. I, I, I was aware of the tags. I was not aware of the mm-hmm. territory thing. I thought that they had, like, public lands, like here, where you could just go. Well, there are public lands. Go execute your now, your tags. Now, Mr. Daniel and his uh, his grandson, they were hunting out near is the it, Mississippi River. Is this a guy on the on the show? Yes, it oh. is. If you would watch it, you would under know, you would know who Mr. I, Daniel is. I would under know? You would under um, know. <laughs> now, Mr. Daniel, he is he is more Creole than Cajun. Okay. Um, is he black? Uh, he is not, but he married. Oh, okay. And his grandson. Good man. Actually played professional baseball. He was a pitcher. And now he's um, um, a hot and gator with his granddad. Good deal. Learning the ways of the swamp. But, yeah, they, it was really, really hot. So they went out to the mouth of the Mississippi, um, out to, you know, where the bayou, one of the bayous. Sure. I, I don't know which one they're on. But, um it connects to the Mississippi, and it was much cooler, but that's where the gators were, and they were getting biggins, yeah. 11, 12-footers uh-huh. all day I long. do the same thing with catfish in the middle of summer. Yeah. Everybody everybody can't catch them, and I go pull them. Yeah. And I'll let her find them. Yeah. Okay, so so given the opportunity. Yeah. In your current physical state, yeah. would you go gator hunting? I would. I would absolutely go. Would you? I would. I one hundred percent. Now I'm not sure that I can be the guy on the line. Sure, but you, you can you, shoot it. You bet I shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, you could shoot him. What do you mean? Don't give me that look. Well, I'm just saying there ain't no law out there in the swamp that far. <laughs> ain't no what? Ain't no oh, yeah, law. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not going to be televised, so it's okay. Right. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah you'd be all right. There's, um, there's, but what's interesting is to watch some of the guns, the, the rifles these guys use, because there's, guy, there's, guy, there's guys using like an old lever-action 
I would imagine the 22 would get it done. No, it's got bigger and it'll bounce right off. Really? There's a spot on the sides of the top of their head, about like a quarter. Yeah, I just know above they got the between their eyes. And that's where you got to go. And if you don't get it there, all you're going to do is honk off the gator. I get that. Yeah. I, I just, I've, I imagined it was like, like a pig where you get it in the soft spot and you can shoot it with 22 and you kill it. Mm-hmm. They don't, I've never seen anybody use a 22. Really? Yeah, there's a couple guys use pistols, but they are serious looking pistols like 44s. Okay. Um, there's one of the guys, he hunts on loan a lot, but he's now hunting with his son. He's teaching his son. He uses a seven millimeter Remington Magnum. <laughs> hey, I listen. <laughs> and he snipes gators. Yeah. Listen, I, I deer hunted, uh, yeah. with an eight millimeter Mauser. Whew. Well, put your shoulder back in place. Yeah. That was one of the first guns I ever got to go deer hunt with. <laughs> and you know, what wow. was interesting about it is that, uh, I, I don't even remember where my grandpa got it, but, uh, I don't know where he got, where he acquired it, but. It had a bent, so those those guns have have an inner inner barrel and an outer outer barrel, mm-hmm. and so the outer barrel was bent, so the sight was off. Oh, okay. And so the sight was <clears throat> it, like an eighth of an inch to the right of yeah. the sight. It had a file mark in the end of the okay, barrel. Yeah, so that was your new. Yeah, one. that was the sight, oh, and, and then and then it had. Uh, Somewhere on it, uh, on the stock or, or on the shoulder stock, uh, it had like little hash marks filed in. Yeah. I'm assuming that's a body count. Yeah, I'm assuming that it would be. Because from what I understand, that came from like war. It could have. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it certainly could have. I, I don't know for sure. But um, hey, it's a good story of nothing else. Yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I deer hunted with that. And then I deer hunted with a 410 that had. Uh, yeah, slug, rifle slug. No, it had uh, 45s in it. 45 long coat. I never thought about that. Yep. And that worked. Yep. That's only 400s. Yeah. I was just thinking. Yeah. I mean, I had to shoot more than once because I was sorry shot, but I mean, I was 15. I didn't really start deer hunting until I was like 12. Oh, okay. I barely went squirrel hunting when I was younger. Really? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it took a while. I mean, yeah. he would take me out in the woods with him. I never actually got to shoot anything. Yeah. Well, actually, the first, so so my origins were with a twenty two. You know, I've showed you that revolver that, mm-hmm. that I have. Mm-hmm. That twenty two revolver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the very first gun that I ever got to take squirrel hunting. The very oh, first yeah. gun I ever got to shoot. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't hit the broadside of the barn with that thing. And yeah. he told me I wasn't allowed to use anything else until I started killing stuff with that. Right. Right, and so, so it took me till I was about twelve or thirteen before I got to move on to anything else because I couldn't hit nothing with. You imagine trying to hit a gray squirrel like forty some yards up in a poplar tree in the middle of the woods, dancing mm-hmm. around with that stupid little revolver. Well, squirrels dancing around that makes it a lot harder well, too. But I mean, a revolver, if nothing else, yeah, yeah. I mean that thing. I, I mean, and now that I've been hunting for a lot, like I take that thing out in the backyard, right? And and once you get outside of like. 15, 20 yards, that thing starts it, walking it all tumbles. over. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's so inaccurate. I can't believe I ever even hit anything with it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it, it's yeah. There's all, it, I, I wonder, there is a generation of kids, oh boy, I sound like a curmudgeon now. I'm back Here we to go. curmudgeonville. There's a generation of kids growing up that don't know anything about the woods, that don't know, that don't, that can't manage themselves in the woods. Yep. They don't know what it's like, just unfortunately they don't know what it's like to be 10 years old and just turned loose in the woods yep for sure and and you know i 
while I wasn't hunting a lot at the, at those ages, yeah. I was every single day in the woods. Yeah, and, and you know, and, every chance I got. Uh huh. And, and the the rule of thumb was, don't go farther than you can hear me yell. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. If 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 Papa or my mom could step out the back door and yell, and I couldn't hear them, mm-hmm. then I went too far. Yeah. But there ain't nothing else up there but that house. And it carries for a long yeah, I'm way. Sure it does. You could go. You could go away. <laughs> I remember the land in Perry County. We had thirty some acres down there, and I had free reign of it. Yeah, for um, sure. Thirty four, and it's not that big. No, right. it's not that much yeah. space. But the only rule was don't cross a fence line. Don't go across the road. Yep. And oh man, I knew every square inch of that, uh-huh. that place. And and you know, for me, that that was as I got a little older. That was how it was too. Was you know, he had thirty acres, and then he. Acquired his brother's thirty acres on the backside mm-hmm. after he passed away, and so between all my family members up on top of that mountain, there's pushing five hundred acres. That's great. And oh, that's um, I remember when I was probably I don't remember how old we were nine or ten. Me and uh, some of my cousins came down from Ohio to visit, and uh, we went for a hike in the woods. And it was the first time I'd ever really went out in the woods without my grandpa with me, mm-hmm. like beyond like right behind the house mm-hmm. and uh, i knew there was a trail that went up the hill behind the old pond and i knew that there was a uh, like a four-wheeler road at the at the top of the ridge that mm-hmm. just went for miles and miles right. and uh so we went up this this trail and we got to the dirt road at the top and we walked around for a little bit and said okay cool let's go back to the house went back down the hill and turns out there's more than one uh, trail that comes off of the top of that ridge. Oh, is there now? And they don't all necessarily look different. And where, <laughs> where did you wind up, young man? Well, uh, it was uh, it was about in the middle of July. Yeah. Uh, probably pushing a buck ten outside. Yeah. And uh, we were we were uh, roaming around in the woods for about sixteen hours straight. Um, we came out roughly nine miles south of. <laughs> My grandfather's road, yeah. uh, where we find. Well, once we finally came out into a clearing that wasn't woods. Good right. God! Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a pasture, and I went. Well, we found cattle. That means there's got to be people around here. Yep. Uh, so we walked down this this road through this pasture for probably another two or three miles, and finally made it to a road. There was no house, by the way, anywhere. It was right. just random. Right off the main road, you take about a two and a half mile road, and it goes straight into just nothing but pasture. Yeah, no, no barn, no house, no nothing. <laughs> and so we hit the road, and once we finally got blacktop, it was like, okay, which direction do we go? Uh-huh. I have no idea where we're at. Right. And so I just picked the direction and started walking. First trailer we came to, knocked on the door. Hey, can we use the phone? <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> So yeah, it was about it was about sixteen hours. Uh, they had state troopers. They had uh, oh, they had uh, they were hell, for uh, oh yeah, they had choppers. They had bloodhounds en oh, route from another from another county. Good golly, Miss Agnes. I mean, you got three young boys in the middle of July lost out in the woods. Nobody knows where they're at. Yeah, we didn't know where we were at. Was um, were there co- repercussions? Perhaps no, there weren't actually. Um, there was none but love, none but love when mm-hmm. we came back. It, it was all good, um, but. Uh, what so so where we got turned around is when we dropped back down on the trail and realized that we were on the wrong one. I tried to turn around and go back, but it didn't look the same. Ah. And so like what, I, 
for those of you who've never spent any time in deep, untouched woods, uh, if there is not a clear uh, trail, then you're wandering. Yeah, and um, I didn't have any, you know, out not nearly experience that I do now. Mm-hmm. That's kind of partially what pushed me into um, uh, all sense. the skill sets that right. I've learned since then. Right. Um, so. Turned out, we, we we finally all said and done. We were uh, close to twelve to thirteen miles away from my grandfather's house when we got when we used the phone, and we called. You know, the state trooper came, got us, drove us back up the mountain. Um, yeah, huh? Yeah, it was it was a whole thing. That's pretty cool. That's a great story. Yeah, That's what I, I never heard that. It was before. nuts, man. Because when we first came down off the mountain, we got to the bottom. That, you know, down the right. holler, and, and it was like, okay, uh, this is obviously not where, you know, we came in. And so is at that moment where you're just, because, you know, you try to turn around and go straight back the way you came, and it's like, this is not, this doesn't look this, like what's wrong. And you start kind of panicking a little mm-hmm. bit. That's As a kid, turn, you know, you get turned I, you around. Know, yeah, I was a kid, and I was like, okay. And so basically we just kind of sat there and cried for like an hour because we were just like, we're going to die here. We're going to starve. <laughs> we're going to die. And at some point, I just remember going, okay, that's enough. We got to get out of here. So slap my cousins around, you know. All right, boys. Because both of the, to, to be fair, they were leaning on me pretty heavy. Oh, I'm sure they were. they were city there. kids from yeah. Ohio, you know. Were they were any of them from Richwood? Yes. Yes, the, that one uh, was one of them. <laughs> uh, one of my cousins uh, grew up to be an absolutely amazing human being, a well-decorated Marine who I bet you won't get lost now. Um, that's how you drove him into the Marines. He, he, is, were, the, <laughs> he is the orienteering specialist of the Marine Corps. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, yeah, so it was pretty crazy, man. Uh, I remember uh, like we got to a creek, and I was just like, water. Yes, it was, it was so hot. Oh, yeah. And uh, you don't realize how much airflow you lose when you get, mm-hmm. you know, you think, oh, cool, you're in the woods, it's shade, but it also kills the airflow. It's dead. And it's yeah. just so hot. Um, but, yeah, there, you know, drink water. I remember I, dist- I have a distinct memory of finding a sassafras uh sat like uh, there was a tree and then around it there was all these little shoots coming up mm-hmm. and i distinctly remember grabbing a whole handful of that sassafras and just sticking it in my mouth and chewing on it for yeah. like i don't know probably an hour yeah just because it was moisture it was yeah and it, it tasted, tasted good yeah. yeah um but yeah kind of interesting kind of helped the hunger a little bit there you go Uh, Okay, well, we've wasted enough time. If if you ladies and gentlemen are still with us. If you've made it this far. We applaud you and at the same time. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And at the same time, please get a life. Uh, But we still want you to listen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We'll try to be a little more succinct and directed in the next episode. But in the meanwhile, while you are wandering about the woods or celebrating St. Patrick's Day. With an alligator and a hedgehog. With an alligator and a hedgehog. Remember the hedgehog. A hedgehog riding on an alligator through the swamp with a Spanish name as an Irishman. Holding a shamrock. (laughs) But while you accomplish all these things and look for those that particular item we hope that you find the time to go find someone to bless love you bye